Hello, welcome to People for the Plants, Plants for the People. This is Olivia Birch here today. I would like to share some literature with everyone for a change of pace and in honor of the season, I suppose, and the, the upcoming holiday, if you will. So I'm going to share from one of my favorite reference books, Plants Have So Much to Give Us, All We Have to Do is Ask, written by Mary C. Sipgeniuses. It is a book of Anishinaabe botanical teachings. And in this book, she shares the many bits of wisdom and teachings that her, her teacher, Kiwe Dinokwe, taught her over the years. So the first thing that I wanted to bring into the mix before I share the story of white pine, which is one of my favorite trees and happened to be one of Key's favorite trees, is an invocation. And it is a song that is sung before telling the stories as a way of showing respect. So here we go. The song goes, hey, away, I tell a story, a story from the ancient ones. Hey, away, I place a sima for their spirits. Hey, away, I tell a story, listen and learn. That's my own tune, not one that I heard before. So I took a little liberty there. So here is what she has to share about Jingwak, or the white pine, also known as Pinus strobus in Latin. Kiwe Dinokwe always said the white pine was like a fine lady. She said Jingwak was the most refined of the pine family. Every aspect of her being is refined and genteel. When Ki spoke of the white pine, she would become the white pine. With her body language and her gestures, suddenly there would be a stately princess of a woman or a tree right in front of one's eyes. She would make a swaying, graceful movement with her arms and hands to make her students see the grace of the white pine as it stood on a hill with its branches extended in a picturesque pose. She did white pine so well that every single time I have seen a white pine since, I have seen key. Jing Wok's needles are the most delicate of all the pines, slender, soft, and delicate. They are always tied together in bunches with five needles to a bunch. A good way to remember that is that there are five needles in a bunch and there are five letters in the English word white. The needles are two and a half to five inches in length, bright green with new but darker with age. Each needle has a faint, lighter colored strip down the center of it that gives the overall effect of a slight bluish cast to the foliage of the trees. Jingwok's bark is the dress of a fine lady as well. It is tight and gray and very smooth, nothing garish or uncouth about her. She looks as if she is dressed in old, fine, gray silk. She has long drooping cones, four to eight inches in length. They are tapered and narrow with loose, flexible scales. The seeds in the cones are brown and a quarter inch in length. They are the preferred food of the red squirrel, 
who will often cache large piles of the green cones for the winter. The form of a Jingwok is graceful. She stands against the horizon rather like a pine in a Chinese painting with flowing horizontal separated branches. Her sap is clear and strong. It is so thin it does not dry in clumps as the sap of other pines do. It runs down the white pine's smooth bark and dries, leaving long white streaks against the trunk. Her cones, her shape, her sap, her needles, everything about the white pine is genteel and refined. As with all truly fine ladies, her value is inestimable. The white pine was the prime lumber tree of early lumber days. The early history of the United States is intricately connected to that of the white pine. It was the first really important industry in colonial times. The wood of the white pine was very coveted by the British crown for their navy. Many a sailing vessel had full-sized white pines standing on their decks as mast. It was the white pine that made Britain the mistress of the seas and built the British Empire, and the struggle for control of the lumbering business had a great deal to do with the tensions that resulted in the American Revolution. In the Midwest, Wisconsin and Michigan and Minnesota were covered to the edge of the Great Plains with huge stands of white pine so dense that it was said a squirrel could have run from Lake Erie to the prairies in Minnesota on the tops of white pines without once having to come to ground. Nowadays, white pines are considered mature when they are 120 feet tall with diameters of three to four feet. But in the old days, there were reports of white pines 150 to 200 feet tall and five to seven feet in diameter, some 400 years old. So that is the entry on white pine from Plants Have So Much to Give Us. All we have to do is ask. I wanted to share a different view on the magical plants that live around us every day and um, bring into the mix um, the traditions and teachings of not only women, but indigenous folks at this time. And I also wanted to honor one of my very favorite trees. So thank you all for listening today on WDRT Viroqua. Take care and have a wonderful holiday.